Good morning, everybody. I hope you are all doing well this morning. Uh, many of you know that last Shabbat, we had our big Get Shabbat weekend, and it was wonderful to gather with so many people from our community. On Shabbat afternoon, I led a yoga meditation sound bath, um, and some of you were there, which was really wonderful, a new experience for me. And we focused on this idea that Shabbat is not just a day when we rest, but it's a day when we can experience our world and our bodies as whole and perfect just for one day to not actually notice all the things that are wrong or not working or imperfect, but to feel that we are enough. So I carry that, the theme of that into our meditation this morning. I came across a wonderful short poem that Kurt Vonnegut wrote about Joseph Heller. These were two legendary writers who achieved critical acclaim, if not vast riches. And I'll read the short piece for you, entitled Joe Heller. True story, word of honor, Joseph Heller, an important and funny writer, now dead, and I were at a party given by a billionaire on Shelter Island. I said, Joe, how does it make you feel to know that our host only yesterday may have made more money than your novel Catch-22 has earned in its entire history? Joe said, I've got something he can never have. And I said, what on earth could that be, Joe? And Joe said, the knowledge that I've got enough. Not bad. Rest in peace. That was uh, Kurt Vonnegut's short little poem on Joseph Heller. The knowledge that I've got enough. Sounds so simple. And yet it's really hard to feel it. I mean, to really feel it. But it is the secret to our satisfaction, our happiness. And every religious tradition knows that. We have a saying from the Pirkei Avot, the ethics of our fathers, and it says, Ezehu Ashir. Benzoma asks, who is rich? Hasameach Bechelko, the person who is happy with their lot. If you understand that you have enough, you are rich. Buddhism also understands that this is, in so many ways, not just the secret of our happiness, but the root of our suffering. Suffering is grasping for more. Now, suffering is different than pain because pain is real and unavoidable in life, but suffering is our response to that inevitable pain that will occur, and the suffering is controllable. That comes from grasping after what we don't have, after desires, 
which leads to delusion and aversions and feelings like jealousy, anxiety, possessiveness, coveting, ego. Now, it's not a coincidence that in this week's Torah portion, we are in Yitro receiving the Ten Commandments. One of the top Ten Commandments is do not covet. Think about it for a moment. Why does God care if we look at our neighbor's big house or our colleague's big job promotion and feel covetous and jealous? Why does that make it into the top 10? That God is trying to legislate us against an emotion of just desiring more what those other people have. I think God cares because there's an understanding that None of us can fulfill our potential here on earth if we are just looking over our shoulders, wanting what they have, and not actually manifesting and fulfilling what it is that each one of us has been given. But it's very hard not to feel those emotions. It is as old as the Bible, as they say, which is why it makes it into the top 10 commandments and is addressed by every religious tradition in some way. So if you have felt jealous or grasping or desiring or covetous or any of those feelings of anybody else, congratulations, you are a human being. But know that this desiring and coveting and grasping is a source of our suffering. We might think to ourselves, no, it's good to want more. It's good to want to be more. Isn't that the wellspring of our ambition? But I want to here make, I think, a distinction that I've been thinking a lot about ever since I started spiritual practice, about the difference between kind of an ambition to manifest more versus, I don't know, just being. I remember talking with my meditation teacher many years ago. It was when I was at an inflection point a long time ago about my own drive for what I was going to do with my, with my work. And I said, I asked her, I feel like so much of spiritual practice is about accepting what is and making peace with the world as it is, and feeling that I am enough. So I'm curious, is ambition or the desire to to do more or be more, is that antithetical to spiritual practice? And her response to me was, the goal of spiritual practice is to manifest the light that God has given you, to strip away the veils that cover up that light, which include our fears, our comparing mind, our anxieties that we will not be enough. All of those are veils that cover the light. And spiritual practice is about removing those veils. She said, when you think about what you should be doing, you should ask, will this thing, this next move, will it bring more manifestation of God's light into the world. 
If so, then pursue it. If it's about adding a shiny metal of light to your own pedestal, then it's feeding your ego. And she added, when you nourish your spiritual self, your ego will be sated. But if you do not feed your spiritual self, your ego will be ravenous. So make sure to nourish your soul so that you know the difference between grasping and manifesting light. I've really taken that teaching as sort of uh, a guiding, um, a guiding light, so to speak, in terms of how I try to act in the world. And I would say that there is, that's really the, the goal of our spiritual practice, to nourish our souls, to help us understand that. This morning, if you haven't already closed your eyes, I invite you to close your eyes. Let's offer gratitude for this morning. Thank you, God, for the gift of this day. And this morning, let's maybe take a moment to pay attention to what we've been grasping for, because I'm certain that every one of us has those things. When we actually name it, notice it, pay attention to it, we actually help remove some of its power. We face it kind of head on. And perhaps it allows us to begin to release it. So feel in your body for a moment that thing you've been grasping for, desiring. Can you picture it? Name it. Why does it feel important? Why do you want it? Who is it serving? I'm soon going to give you some time in silence to just sort of either meditate on this or something else. But for a moment, I invite you to just take your fists and grasp this thing that you have pictured in your hands, tighten your hands into tight balls, squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it. Then I want you to release it. Just open up your hands, release. You might want to do this a few times if you like, imagining yourself holding on to this thing that you've been trying to grasp and know that you have the power to let it go, to feel that where you are right now is enough. The mantra I might encourage you to take is must speak, which means it's enough or sufficient. Must speak. So take a few moments with your own thoughts or maybe just with your own breath and don't mind the time.
All right. May you feel safe. May you feel free. May you find space, space to just be. Can you hear that song? Can you hear that song? May you find your way back home. Wishing you all a blessed week.